Warning, the following podcast contains strong language, irreverent humor, and graphic content. Listener discretion is advised. So, welcome to a very special episode of Booze and Ghouls. Um, I'm Alana. I'm Leanne. And today we're talking about Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum. Um, we just went to we just went to Las Vegas and we went to the Haunted Museum and we thought we would record a little reaction episode for you guys. Also, I love that you said a very special episode because I know I've said this to you a thousand times, and I feel like no one ever listens to me, but um, if you have not, you should go to YouTube and Google a very special episode, and somebody, I don't know who it is, does these videos of these old sitcoms, like, that we <laughs> used to watch back in the day, and, like, kind of, like, ter- like just shows how dumb they were at the time, and it's just, just fucking hilarious. They All have, I know is the one, uh, the one where they do the a very special episode of Seventh Heaven, where it's the girl the gang? from Roswell, yes! and she's in a gang. <laughs> so good. I love the one. There's oh, which is like goodness. so. It's so dumb because one, whose belt buckle is going to signify that they're in a gang? But two, <laughs> she's a girl, and she's like. <laughs> she's like. I mean, not that girls can't be in gangs. Right, but girls it's just can be like, in gangs. We're not saying that. But it's just, it's just like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's just so funny. It is, it's hilarious, it's such a good, like, they don't know the first thing about, about gangs. No, it's such a funny, if you get an opportunity, anyone's listening, it is absolutely hysterical. Also, just for the sake of, you know, because continuity or whatever, um, what are you drinking today? Um, I'm having a nice little, uh, McDonald's, large iced coffee. French vanilla with two shots of espresso. <laughs> um, we're recording How about you? <laughs> in the morning time, so I am also having a McDonald's iced coffee, but mine only has one shot of espresso in it because I'm not crazy like you. I've been told. I've been told <laughs> I'm a little, a little crazy. It's like, um, I don't know. It doesn't even really. It doesn't like make you like super energetic or anything, but. No, two no. two is two is a bridge too far for me. Two two is like my average, like my or really my only nowadays. I don't do any ones unless it's a medium. Unless it's a medium, I'll get a one. But if it's a large, I'm getting two. Well, and then you are also only going to drink like half of it, and then put the other half in the fridge till someone throws it away. That's true. <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> that is the thing that I do. <laughs> So we just got back from Vegas. Did you have a good time? I did. I had a really nice time. I really don't want to go back to school. Like, I mean, I only have six weeks left until summer break, but it's like, oh. Yeah. It's it's a lot. But we're also, and we're working on the third season for you guys. But in the meantime, whoo, sorry, I just had a yawn there. <laughs> I was stretching. Um. Yeah, we went to Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum, and I was really excited about it. And I don't know, like, so we just thought we'd do a little something because there's a lot of stuff in the museum. And I definitely think if you like 
our show, if you're into paranormal and uh, true crime and all that stuff, if you get to Vegas, you should definitely check it out. For sure. But we definitely um, want to put a disclaimer out there because I don't, I didn't see it in any of the stuff that we looked at ahead of time and I didn't know what to expect really. But there is a portion of the museum that is called the Fun House portion and it's got fucking scary clowns, scary ass clowns. And it is definitely a jump scare thing, which yeah. I was not expecting. I was so so pissed. Yeah, that was not fun. <laughs> but it was funny. I mean, because... I say I was so pissed. I really just held on to your shirt for dear life. Well, yes. Time. We we got to this part and they were like, now you'll go through the fun house part. And I was like, oh, I don't like the sound of this. But Leanne's in front of me. And so she starts walking and she stops dead in her tracks. And she's like... <laughs> Oh, I can't. There's a person in there. I just know there's a person in there. <laughs> and I round the corner, and there is this life size terrifier. If you've ever seen the movie Terrifier, it was the Terrifier doll. It was yeah. It was this life size scary ass clown. Which I I don't watch scary movies, so I, I don't. Well, Terrifier is like super gory, and, and she's you know like, I know it's. <laughs> she's like, I know it's gonna get me. So I had to go in front, and I started going fast, even though, well, I. We haven't talked about this on the show before, but I just found out while we were on the trip that I have a torn meniscus. <laughs> so I'm like wearing my knee brace. I'm hobbling everywhere. And uh, she, I just go in front of her so, she, so the clown could get me and stuff. I held onto her shirt so hard. And I like, it was oh, God, so the only scary. time I've ever gone to any other haunted house type thing was when um, I'm just wondering what Alice is doing right now. Oh, Alice. Um, so anyway, uh, the only other time I've ever gone, done this haunted house is one time when Ethan was like in high school or not in high school, but like in elementary school, he, his friend, they used, we used to go take them trick or treating in her neighborhood. And there was somebody who had done like a haunted house in their garage and you had to like go through, go through it to get the candy at the end. Mm-hmm. And I remember I would, I had this, I had Ethan's t-shirt and he was in front of me. I had his shirt balled up in my hand and I had my head. Like, in his back, I was not looking at anything. I hated it. And I was, like, felt, I felt that same, that same, that same uh, fear when we were through there. I did not like it. I was pissed that it happened because, like, they did not say that it was going to be, like, it's not supposed to be a jump scare. It's supposed to be a museum. Yeah, it's a museum. And it's not, like, it's not a haunted house. It's a haunted museum. So we had no idea that that was on there. And they didn't prepare you for it at all. No, not at all. So... I have a theory about why it's there. I do too. Go ahead. Um, well, okay. So it the funhouse part was about midway through the museum. So I want to kind of start talking about it from the beginning. Uh-huh. So first of all, we took some pictures outside and I'm going to post those to our Instagram when um to like uh to what is the word I'm looking for? Advertise, I guess this episode, but you can't take any pictures inside. You can only take pictures outside or in the lobby. But then once you get going on the tour, you can't take pictures. Because I guess they want, one, they want you to pay to come to the museum and come and look at all the stuff. But two, it's also kind of dark in there. And I feel like, so I feel like, what was the first room that we went in? Was it the room with it the bed the that, that got, oh, or was it the oddity? Oh, Well, that very first little room with it, with it, you had to be <laughs> Zach. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's the first room is it has the original like fireplace from the house because it's an older house that he bought. Um, and there's all these different oddities and stuff in there. And then one of the things is, you know, like those old timey fortune teller 
things. It's that, but it looks like Zach Bagans. And they make uh someone produce what, a dollar or a quarter or something? Yes. And you they put pop it into the machine and he kind of gives you an introduction of the museum and it's his voice and it's very dramatic. You know how he does. <laughs> well, you know how he does, but he also introduces most of the rooms and it's 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 amazing because They'll have like a TV in there and then Zach Bagans pops up and he just starts talking about whatever it is that you're about to see oh, oh <laughs> in God, his so in his overly dramatic way. Right. Um. So that introduces you to the museum. And then if you have if you're a person who pays for you're dumb upgrade, enough to pay for the VIP. Yeah, it, they call it RIP, the upgrade. <laughs> And, um, but which gets you access to the basement and some extra stuff on the tour. But we were glad that we didn't do the upgrade because it was like, I didn't want to go in that basement where they supposedly did satanic rituals in the seventies. And then there was all this, all the stuff on the upgrade is basically the scarier stuff. Yeah. And not to mention too, like the one was like, you had to crawl through a door or something. Oh yeah. Which I wouldn't have been able to do. No. Yeah, and the guy with the bad back was like, I'm not do I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, the guy with the bad back, I don't even know what to say. There was that. a guy on our tour with us who had a bad back and it was like we'd literally been through two rooms and he was like, I have a I have a back problem. Is there a place I can sit down? <laughs> the guy's like, No, sorry. <laughs> so be prepared for that. There's nowhere to sit down on the tour. Oh, yeah, but yeah, not sitting anywhere. Yeah, so we get through you go through out of these room, and then I think the the VIP people went through this like d- haunted doll closet. Oh, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. His that led closet. into a puppet room because there was a quote from Nicolas Cage on the wall of the puppet room. How did I miss um, that? Because we didn't pay for that upgrade. Oh, that's where they came out. I see, I see, I see. Yeah, that's where they came out of there. But I I like glanced over and I saw the quote on the wall and I saw the puppets. That is amazing. But yeah, there was a quote from Nicolas Cage because he had some pictures of like famous people who have come to to visit the museum, and so I remember Nicolas Cage was on there. The dude from Hunger Games who played PETA. I did see that. I did see that picture, <laughs> and I love. Okay, this is so bad, and I feel so bad even saying this because like he has feelings too. <laughs> but did you notice that like under like the Post Malone, I think the Rock came maybe whatever. Any all these people, it just it just said like their names. And then mm-hmm. the Hunger Game, or jo- like, what is his name? Josh, Josh Hutchinson. Hutchinson. It said his name, and then underneath it said Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> like, they had to, like, remind people who he was. I felt so bad. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's like they didn't have to put, like, Post Malone, like, musician, or, like, nothing. Right, no. right. Well, on, under his, it said, like, Hunger Games. And I don't even know. I I, I can't I can't verify, but I feel like it almost, I'm almost sure it said PETA from Hunger Games. <laughs> But I can't be sure. I think it just said the Hunger Games, but they did. He also had Joe Rogan visit, which I saw the picture with Joe Rogan. I was like, "Fuck Joe Rogan, whatever." But um, but Joe Rogan will is the thing about him is he's an asshole and he's right. Like, but but also he does give a platform to some people who other people would just write off as crazy. Yeah, for sure. So so it's kind of like annoying because when you're in the podcasting world it's like especially if you deal with anything revolving around conspiracy theories it's like sometimes there are people that you might like or know or respect 
who go on Joe Rogan's podcast and you're just like, why? <laughs> but right, why did you do this? Why did you do that? But you know, whatever. But I think Post Malone was on Joe Rogan's podcast talking about his experience yeah, w- with Zach Bagans with the Dybbuk box and everything. But anyway, that's that's we're getting ahead of ourselves. I want to get back to. I think the first room after that was it was um was it the cur- the cursed bed from the guy no, from the bunny ranch no, or was I it the or was, was the odd fellows funeral room yes yes okay so are. the funeral room was first so there's odd fellows funeral room where she has live well, not live <laughs> they're dead obviously <laughs> but <laughs> live people trapped in caskets no real skeletons is what I meant to say I was gonna say live skeletons that's not a thing but they're real human skeletons from the odd fellows people and they're in these caskets and it's set up to look like it's a funeral there's this beautiful stained glass in the room and um so that was kind of creepy and then that's the room where you had to crawl under the thing to get into the other yeah that went into uh and that part went into a seance room because i was listening but i (laughs) even though we weren't like part of it and they said when they came out so yeah so you so it was a seance room and then when they came out of the seance room, which sounded kind of dumb anyway, they were like, and by the way, none of that stuff is really Harry Houdini stuff because well, only one person has bought all of the Houdini memorabilia. And they were like, and do you know who that is? And it was David Copperfield. And he also doesn't have it on display. You have to have a personal invite from David Copperfield, the magician, to go to go see his collection of Houdini memorabilia and stuff. Crazy. I had no idea that that was a thing. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I guess it would make sense, though, that he would be obsessed with Houdini. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because no he, shocker he, there. Yeah, because he's a magician as well, and, you know, an illusionist. Which there were ads all over Vegas for his show, which had something to do with a T-Rex skeleton, and I was very intrigued to know what he did with that. Like, right. does he make it disappear? Does it... I don't know what does he do with it, <laughs> but yeah. So then that led into the the room that had the bed that the guy from the bunny ranch died in, which is pretty wild. Like I didn't know that. So apparently Lamar Odom OD'd on that bed and like almost died or whatever and had all these heart attacks and all this stuff. And like apparently, and I'm gonna like look into this. And if there's enough, I might talk about it one time because I think it was interesting. I had never heard this before, but apparently he. He claims that he didn't he didn't take any drugs that night, and that um that the bunny ranch guy, which I cannot remember his name. Uh, I can't even. Let me Google it real quick. Uh, Dennis Hoff. Dennis, that's his name. Um. Yeah. So he um he claimed that Dennis Hoff like tried to kill him, and that another girl, like another um girl, like like call uh like say yes to his story that that was a thing that happened yeah he said like that the bunnies the bunnies would uh corroborate a story or something like that that's what he said which i thought was interesting too and they were saying that that guy weren't they saying he was into some shit i can't really remember but yeah he died in that bed and they say it's yeah it was kind of I mean, it wasn't really. It was more interesting because I was like, oh, I didn't know that that happened to Lamar Odom. Yeah, that was more, like, that was more of a true crimey, <laughs> true crimey, you know, like, aspect of it. Because I do think there's, there's, there's several things that were more kind of true crime or just interesting than anything right. paranormal. 
Like, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that bed was cursed, but it was interesting to no, see it. Especially, and then did you notice, like, they put the black lights on it? Like, there was, like, blue Yes, they want, like, the yeah, they wanted you to see the stains. And I was like, this is, pro- this is probably semen. We don't need to know about this. <laughs> like, so creepy. Like, why? why? That was gross. Yeah, um, no, but it, it was interesting. But on the wall, they had a picture that was taken in the room with Dennis Hoff that is, uh, supposedly shows, like, a spirit or something, or, like, the Grim Reaper. Yeah, I can't remember if I thought it... It just looked like there was someone coming into the room, and the photo was taken weirdly, and so it kind of looked like there was this scary face there, but I don't think it... I don't... I kind of think it's pareidolia, but, you know, everything has... Everything has to be, you know, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Everything has to be dramatized or whatever for the, for the sake of the museum. But it was cool to see the bed and read about and hear about that story and everything. Yeah. And then, um, what was after that? Did it wasn't the cauldron right away, was it? Oh no, I was thinking it was Kevorkian. Was Kevorkian next? Um. So there was. I'm trying to remember all the different rooms because there's a lot of rooms in this museum, and we might miss something. So I do. I do think it's definitely worth going if you're into that kind of stuff. But we went into so the first room that you enter into for the Kevorkian stuff is a room that looks like a doctor's office and it has a lot of his original art, which I didn't even know that he did art. Um, no, but they're, that was news to me. Yeah, they're kind of creepy paintings that deal with the mind and stuff. And when we walked into there, I started getting dizzy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I also meant to say that I didn't, when the tour guide is explaining when you're in the lobby before you even start on the tour and she's explaining like how it's going to work and what you need to do and all this stuff. Um, I thought I felt something like lightly pull my hair while we were out there, um, which I didn't mention be- at the time because I was like, the- I looked around and I didn't see anything and I just was like, well, I don't know what that was. But um, yeah, so then we went, when we went into the uh, Kevorkian's like uh, patient room kind of thing, it was... I definitely got dizzy in there. And you said you did too. That was the room that I felt the most like uncomfortable. And that's the room where they had uh, shown a video that one of the people on the tour had passed out fully and fell on the floor in that room. So it definitely felt weird in there. Um, And then from that room, you go into the room where they have his van, his death van. Yeah. Where he carried out the assisted suicides, which like, I'm totally for, I think if you are, if you are terminal and you want to die, I don't think that that should be illegal. I think you should be able to, to, to do that if that's what you, cause it's your choice, you know, you're consenting to it. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I have no problem with it. But yeah, but he was, he got a lot, in a no, lot of trouble for that. It's funny because it's like, you feel, it's almost interesting to me that it's not legal because if it's legal, they could regulate it and tax the fuck out of it. And oh, yeah, I guess so. It so it kind of is surprising to me that it's not legal. Yeah, it's just weird. Because it's not like, it's not the same thing as euthanasia, you know? It's not like you're just old and you no, want to, and yeah, you're going to, no, it's no. like, you have an issue, you want to save yourself the pain of going through all of that, the treatment and all of this, and, and, and just, like, let it end and end the way like end your way like on your own terms yeah, yeah. if you have the opportunity i know i've said this before to you but to anyone if you have the opportunity to watch that show mary kills people 
definitely should. And it's um, it's actually there's a there. I realized last night because my Roku is really old in my bedroom, so it no longer will watch. It will no longer play Hulu. Like I have, it says you have to get a new Roku. Oh wow. Um, I know, right? But the um, there is Roku TV on there, and Mary Kills People is on Roku TV. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so um, it so you know you guys should watch it because it's it's kind of about that. She's a doctor, um, but she also then like on the side, um, does like a little Kevorkian type gig, and it's it's good. It's a really good show. Interesting. Um, I did think it was. I ha- I guess I didn't remember hearing about it, but I think one of the controversial things with Kevorkian was there was this one guy, um, who they said changed his mind. Yeah, that's the, the thing. I mean, I think that's the problem people have with it is that yeah, he didn't, if like, you change your mind. He maybe just was like kind of maybe, you know, got off on it a little bit. Right, yeah. that's I, And I guess that's the kind of controversy that can come up with that. But yeah, so that was really interesting to see the van. Yeah, and then I cool. think from from there from there we went. It was the Ed Gein's Cauldron, right? Yeah, I think so because I think er, yeah, I think so. But, yeah, yeah, I think so, because I'm trying to think. It doesn't matter, because I can't remember. I feel like if it was the cauldron and then the serial killer room, or the serial killer room and the cauldron, I can't remember. It was the, I definitely think it was the cauldron first. Okay. Because that leads you up to the serial killer room. Okay, yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, And so, so they have a special room just for Ed Gein, which we've covered, and I don't remember which episode that was, but you covered him. Yeah, and so one thing that I thought was interesting is, well, they had, oh, and I thought this was interesting, too, is if you've ever watched the special where they do, they invite all these people to the Haunted Museum on Ghost Adventures, and they're, like, trying to do some experiments to see if they can get some spirits to come out, they had this uh, witch from England, or the UK, her name was Lady Snake, come and do a ritual with Ed Gein's Cauldron, and, um... Oh, yeah, that's right. You... You can definitely see something affecting her in that episode. I had a, I had watched it uh, again shortly before we left for Vegas, um, and it so one it smells weird in that room. It smells yes, it kind does. of like burning things, um, and then which I I kind of wonder if it was on purpose, like they're trying to make it smell gross in there, but also I. And then I was wondering, or maybe they don't, maybe they didn't do anything and it just smells like that. Either way, it's creepy. But yeah, she did a, she did a ritual with that cauldron. You can definitely see something affecting her in that episode. But then the tour guide told us that she had passed away recently. So that was, I, I was like, oh, that was sad. Yeah, that, but, that made me sad. I feel bad. I guess, I don't know if it's just because I, I don't know if it's just because like I researched him or whatever, but like he, he made me sad. That, that made me sad. His whole story makes me sad because he was just so unwell and like, I like, you know, I don't know. It's just sad. Yeah, it's, yeah, because he definitely had mental health issues. You don't grave rob and make stuff out of people's skin otherwise, but, um. <laughs> yeah, so it just makes Yeah, sad. they had some picture, they had like a picture of him with something and some kind of, um, certificate. I don't remember, but then I can't remember, so. There was a serial killer room, and then when we took the break to go where the people went to the basement and we were out in that other place, was that right? That was right after the serial killer room. That was right after the serial killer room. Okay, so the serial killer room was next. That was my favorite. Um, which was probably one of my favorite things in the museum, too, because he has 
Um, one, you get to you get uh, to have some water in there because <laughs> it's really paid money to get tortured for two and a half hours. <laughs> Small rooms, really dark, creepy things, and uh, uh, minimal water. Right. Well, you get, well, you yeah, you get to have water in that room, but also he has stuff from a bunch of different serial killers. Like there's, he's got stuff from Ted Bundy, from BTK, from Richard Ramirez, John Wayne Gacy. And then the back part of the room is all Charles Manson. It was awesome. Like there's uh Charles Manson's uh hospital robe that he died in that has blood on it. There's, there's uh, a photo that he has that is uh like a painting or a, a sketch of him and then the eyes are made with uh with Manson's cremated like some of his cremated ashes. Yeah, that thing is creepy as fuck. And his bolts. And Mary Lamine's Yeah, bolts. he's got uh, yeah, Charles, he's got some of Charles Manson's sure, Charles Manson. Remember I said Marilyn Manson earlier, too? Every time. Um, in the, in it, like, from when they cremated him, like, sometimes it doesn't do everything, so there's some bone fragments in ashes in a box there. And, like, he didn't have it there at the museum, but there's a picture of Zach holding a piece of John Wayne Gacy's brain, which is yeah, crazy. That was, that was weird. I, I don't want to be a part of that, but... Um, yeah, no, I did. I thought that was John Lee Gacy has like letters that he had written to his family. Yeah, like, with pictures of him looking normal. Oh, yeah, God, it was so weird. And then of course you know I love the Night Stalker, so that was his uh his stuff. original his original paintings, and he had some art that Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, had done. And yeah, it just was really interesting. If you like find serial killers interesting at all, that would be probably the room you'd be most um excited about or whatever but it's yeah. like they don't give you enough time to read everything that's yeah, in there they, they don't. it would be cool i mean it, i know they couldn't do it i get that they couldn't do it for obviously for all the shit that you have to do like to make it haunted and creepy and all that like i get that they have to keep it guided but it would be cool if they like they let you like explore just it wander kind of yeah um Yeah, I would have I would have liked to stay longer and read more of the stuff. You kind of had to pick and choose what you were going to read and look at. Um, but it was really cool. And then then you take a break to go into like the vestibule. There's like a cool old writing desk from was it Thomas Edison or FDR? Now I can't remember. I think Edison. One of those. And then In that uh, box with the ladies Oh, the box with the lady's ashes. So there was this lady, apparently, who was possessed by a demon. And they had tried all this exorcism and everything to get it out of her. But apparently none of it seemed to work. And she wound up passing away at some point. And then her children were being haunted by things. And so they wanted to get rid of her ashes. So they gave it to Zach. And he said that he told them... That they could come and visit their mother whenever they wanted, and they, you know, the entrance to the museum would always be free for them, whatever. And he said, none, and none of them have ever come. come. Yeah, it was crazy. That one was wild. That like, yeah, so unassuming because they're just in this in a big box type thingy, like a big, you know, china cabinet thing thingy with tons of other stuff. So it's like they kind of, you know, yeah, yeah. It's a it's just a box of ashes with a rosary hanging over it. Yeah, like a small plaque. Yeah, that was crazy. And then, so, the people who paid for the RIP got to go down in the basement at that point. But I didn't, like, we were just standing there waiting for everybody to come so they could let them down in the basement. And I thought I saw some shadows moving down there. And I, mean, I was it, like, it's creepy. But like I said, I mean, to me, I know I didn't think it would have been that 
that creepy only just because I swear to you, like, the Aurora basement is creepy as hell. And I, like, have been, been down there a couple times and I did not want to go down there again. Yeah. So I, I'm sure it was creepy. I'm sure, I'm sure they did. They did sacrifice down there. It's probably hella haunted and just drenched in sadness, you know? Yeah, it's, it's definitely bad vibes were coming up the stairs. Like, I didn't want to go down there. And the people who did go down there said it felt really heavy. So, yep. not for me. But then also we had a, there was a small little room off of that area where the Bella Lugosi cursed mirror is. And it said that people who look in the mirror get nightmares and nosebleeds and all this other shit. And so we both decided to not go and look in the mirror because I right, like <laughs> didn't want a nosebleed. I was like, I'm prone to nosebleeds anyway. I don't really need to. The first time I ever went on a ghost tour, before we left for the tour, I got a nosebleed. And I was like, I I was a little scared. I was like, oh, is this a sign I shouldn't be doing this? Or like, what's happening? But it was fine. I didn't even see any ghosts. But it was just like, yeah, it was, I don't know. We made the, We made the decision not to look in the mirror. And then I think there was the dead celebrity stuff before we went upstairs. Like all the yeah, there was uh the stuff from the Ghostbusters guy. Yep, 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 yep. And uh, the chair from Michael Jackson's bedside, and oh, and the Poltergeist uh stuff. There was oh like, yeah, showed. I didn't realize like, how many people had died on that set. Oh yeah, yeah. They say that the that set was cursed. A lot of horror movies, especially if they have anything to do with like. Um, ghost or demonic things. They said that the cur- the set is cursed, and then people associated with it died. But yeah, so there was stuff from Poltergeist. He had the jacket that Brandon Lee wore in The Crow. He had some weird stuff from Patrick Swayze. I just oh, remember that because he, I guess, he was such a huge fan of Patrick Swayze that his uh widow gave Zach some stuff of his, he like his two- passport and a tooth. Yeah, there was. I was gonna say, and I think there was a tooth. And two, you know, they had they had part of. James Dean's car. Oh yeah, little yeah, bastard. little bastard. But I think that was to- more towards the end, or was that, or was that at that part? No, I think wasn't that in the thingy. Remember, we had to go in that separate room. Okay, okay, it was part of that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I just cool. couldn't remember. It was cool. I mean, I have heard that you know, obviously, we've heard that story before about him being haunted and killed. Yeah. One guy did tell him he had a bad feeling about the car. Yeah. But it was just cool, too, because, um, like, the car itself got destroyed. So it was neat that they were able to find a piece of it, you know? And then did we go upstairs? Um, no. Remember we did that one little thing where it was, like, um, it was a hallway and it had all that stuff in it. Oh, yeah, the, all the oddities, yeah. yeah. So there was the oddities hallway and then we went upstairs, I and think. I don't or remember the- anything really being that jumping out at me so I'll, I remember quite a bit of stuff that was in the oddities cabinet. There was a jacket made of teeth that was used in yeah, rituals. Yeah, yeah. It was made of like deer teeth. And that was really creepy looking. There was a set of daggers from like the 1700s. I think it was French or something that they used to use in satanic rituals. Yes, to kill the babies. Yes. Yep, I do. Um, for the black mass. Yes. That was creepy. And then there were um some skulls from... Uh, cannibal tribe in the philippines and i and i looked at it and i said to you i was like hey maybe i'm related to that guy (laughs) 
And you were like, I don't get it. And I was like, it's from the Philippines. <laughs> and you were like, oh. And there was a shrunken head, a real shrunken head. Zach Bagan shrunken head. And then a fake, yeah, they made a fake little Zach Bagan shrunken head, which was kind of cute, actually. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember what else was in there. There was some other stuff, but I don't think it was as cool. Oh, there was there was a mummified baboon, I want to say, from ancient oh, Egypt. Yeah, that's right. There was. That was cool. I do remember that. That was cool. Um, and I'm trying to think. Oh, I think there was a little... Oh, there was a brace. There was a leg brace from a picture that... You remember how they used to take all those death photos of people, like in Victorian times? There was a little leg brace from like a toddler or something that, that had been. Oh. He had been. They they had the photo there of him, and they had his little leg brace, which was sad. And how Ollie barks at her every time she comes over because she doesn't walk right. right. <laughs> he's like, I don't trust this woman. Not, yeah, he's not a fan. Not a fan at all. She doesn't walk right. I do not trust her. <laughs> he used to do that all the time in New York too he would bark at old people with canes or you know people right. with limps because he doesn't like the way they're walking I love dogs they don't whatever they feel yeah he, but it's not it's not just people who would walk weird though but it's people who if you were on a scooter or a skateboard or anything like right. that he uh, didn't like that either he's like you shouldn't be on wheels right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there was that and then and then we went upstairs and I think the fun house thing comes first when you go upstairs doesn't it um, yeah I'm pretty sure so, it does because they talk Oh yeah, yeah. So there was there was a thing about it was circus fire and there was circus memorabilia. Man, you have a I feel like you have a better memory than I do because I forgot some of this stuff. And so they're talking about that. And so right by that damn thing. I swear, I swear to you that terrifier's name. I swear to you. Not a not a It was so scary. Nice to know you. Nice to know you have my back, but you have my back because you're hiding behind it. <laughs> terrified. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. So yeah, so they talked about the circus fire, and there were all these like weird circus oddities. Like I remember there was a whole human head that was that had gotten small. Oh no, that was that was the size of it. It was someone with that disease that you stay little. There was a severed human hand, and there was uh, a couple other things like in jars, and it was from like it was like freak show type stuff. Like they and I think they talked about American Horror Story freak show for a second. Um, And there was like just oh, there was a haunted wagon that was from R.I.P. Yeah, you could go inside of it if you had the R.I.P. And it was that was from some kind of circus, and it, it like I don't know, someone died under it or someone. I don't, whatever, but there apparently was on an episode of Ghost Adventures, and like something happened to Aaron in there. I don't know. Yeah, of course, because they make Aaron go in there. 
because they make Aaron go first. This was exactly like we got to that funhouse part, and I was like, Zach Bagans is a sadist because he always makes Aaron do these things. Like he doesn't care if Aaron doesn't want to do it, and Aaron's scared. He makes him do it. He makes everybody who goes to that museum go through this stupid funhouse scare zone yeah. thing. And, they and I'm like, it, they did not say it was gonna be there was there. nothing alerting you that this was going to be there. It went through, walked around the corner, and then the first thing like jumped out at her, or whatever it did, and she she, she kind of like yelped. And then I think the the tour guide lady said something like, "Oh, there'll be more where that came from," or something like that. I, she, I maybe I made it up, but in my head she said something like that. I swear she did. And then yeah, and then it was like around the next corner, the terrifier standing there. Yeah, so this is the thing. It's like, you have to go through that part to get to the next part of the museum. I don't know if you can opt out of that. They should let they should let you opt out of it, though, because, uh, like, even if you go to, like, um, well, I don't know if it's Halloween Horror Nights, but I went to one of those things at, like, Six Flags, and I didn't even really want to go, but I went anyway because um, my friends were going. Usually, you they have a pass where you can buy where it's yep. like, don't come up to me, you know, and you just, like, it's five extra dollars. You wear it around your neck, and then the people know not to scare you. Yes. And I'm like, that you should be able to opt out of this, especially like, what if you have a bad heart or something? Well, anyway, no warning, no warning whatsoever. Right. It was like now you're going through the funhouse, and I was like, I don't like the sound of that. Right. So it was you know, it's going to be like some more weird, you know, clown stuff or whatever. You no, know, it was like a scary like, no, ass maze. Yeah, with clowns, and oh, it was so bad. And one part of it through there. It was, the floor was like plexiglass and it looked like you were going to fall down this never ending hole. And I was like, oh, I don't like that. So I barely remember any of that because we walked through there so fast because oh, I was I, so I scared. I point to not look at anything but your shirt. Yeah. The whole way. So, so we got out of there and then your heart rate's elevated oh, and all that stuff. Your heart rate's elevated and there, and there, the next part is fucking Peggy the doll. No, oh, the Dybbuk box, wasn't it? Right. No, Peggy the doll was before the Dybbuk box. Sure. I'm pretty sure. All right. Because I went in there and you, and you didn't go in there. Nope, I wasn't having it. Yeah, so they were saying that you have to say hi. You have to tell Peggy hello and goodbye when you go in there. And it's like this, it's optional. So you go, which I think is funny that they made all this stuff optional, but they didn't make the funhouse optional. Like, I don't know if this is what you were going to say. Like, you said you were I think it's to get your heart rate elevated and you, your awareness like increased so that in case so that something's more likely to happen if you do yes. go see Peggy I, the doll and all that stuff. I was like, yeah, I people are fucking passing out. I was I thought I was having a fucking heart attack. My own damn self. Right, right. Go into the Peggy the doll thing because I you scared the shit out of me with all these damn these damn clowns and then like oh by the way this is the world's most haunted object. Good fucking luck. Right, yeah, so I think that that's part of why that's there, to get everybody's heart rate up and stuff, Um, and so you'll be more likely to have some kind of reaction if you go in there, and they do make you sign all these waivers so that they're not liable, but I do think it's kind of a little sneaky, like, oh, we're gonna get you scared, and then we're gonna show you these most haunted things in the world. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I went in and said hi to Peggy, because I wanted to see it, I wanted to see her, but also, like everything too is staged in a way it's like that makes it creepier like peggy has other like dolls creepy dolls around her and then she's in a special glass case but so i walked in there and i was like hello peggy and then um as i walked past they say you're not supposed to look her straight in the eyes 
So as I walked past, I kind of flashed my eyes up and, and got a glance of her. And then I looked back down and I was like, goodbye, Peggy, and watch out. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't want I don't want her doing anything to me. <laughs> I, what's bad is I was looking so forward to the Peggy the doll thing. And then right before we walked in, Marie's like, so we just make sure that you like say hi, Peggy, and bye, Peggy. Like, it's like a Ouija board. You know, you don't want to leave the line. Of and I was like, nope, not not for me, not doing it. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, I'm not going in there if I have to if I have to talk nope. to her. Nope. Um, and then there was that. Well, okay, so uh, we'll get to that too. But anyways, yeah. And then after Peggy the doll is the Dybbuk box, and I was so excited about that. They make you uh stay stand in this antechamber and listen to the whole story first, and then it's optional if you want to go in and look at it. But I'm let me tell you, I was the first one in that room. Oh, a lot of jumps. She almost deep near dived into there into that room. <laughs> I don't know. I was just so excited to see it, and they played the. They played that video of of him and Post Malone fucking with it because you know they're dumb and drunk. Probably. I I was gonna say I love I love the whole video because Post Malone has like a can of Bud Light because you know he's he's the guy you know he's that guy and he has a he has a can of Bud Light and he's just standing kind of by the door probably like dude like I'm ready to go and they have like the last thing off. Box. Yeah, they took the glass case off of the it. The sand, I think, or the salt is probably, like, food and all that. And, yeah, he's just, like, fucking with it. And then he, like, falls back like he got And Zach, yeah, Zach touches it. He touches the Dybbuk box. But then he, like, it's, like, almost like he can't let go of it. And then Post Malone has to come in and grab him. And, it and like, then he falls over. It's, like, this whole big thing. And, like, I know that Zach is dramatic, but... He is, he's not a very good actor. Like, he's dramatic, but he's not a great actor. So, when things happen to him on the show, like, I believe it. Right. Oh, yeah. But I, I also believe, I believe that he, like, intentionally opens himself up to shit like that. Because, you know, because it makes for good TV. And then he'll worry about dealing with the fallout later. Right. Um. But, yeah, it was, yeah, so that was crazy. And we went in there, and it was really cool looking, and they had, yeah, so now they have uh, extra security measures in place around it, so you can't just, like, take the glass case off anymore. I think uh-huh. they probably did that so yeah. Zach doesn't mess with it right. anymore. But there's, like, this big wooden glass cabinet around it now, and um, it's got all this Hebrew writing on it, which I think is probably some kind of prayer to keep whatever in is in there in there. And they answer, like, a voice on a speaker overhead reciting this prayer in Hebrew. Um, but they also had this, some kind of really old acacia box that was really cool looking in there with it. And it just like, it felt, it didn't feel as creepy as some of the other things uh-huh. did. But to me, it felt very like you should show respect here, right. you know, like that's what yeah. it felt like to me. Um, so I don't know what's in that box. I don't want to know what's in that box, but it was it was cool looking at it. It was. It was cool. It, yeah, I, I thought it was cool, too. But, yeah, it's like they definitely make it, you know, you go through that damn scary thing, and then it's like, all right, now we're going to fuck with you because we're right. make it seem like, you know, you're... And so then the thing after that was that that dead guy, the dead guy's head or what was it? His head, his face. I didn't really get a good look at it because they said and it was cool and it was. Yeah. Okay. So but they said don't communicate with it because he doesn't like that he's on display or something like that. So I tried not to look at it too long. I didn't say anything to it. Seriously. 
Uh, yeah, and I, looked, I just glanced at it and, and laughed. Yeah, because I was like, I'm not trying to to fuck with anything here. Like, <laughs> so then, um, we what was after that? Was it it was it the demon house thing? Oh uh, no 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 no. Or was uh, it okay? So when we were done with the zooming box, the other thing scary, um, face thing. Then we went back downstairs and we went to split up into two rooms and it was the Natalie Wood. Oh, okay. So that all, that stuff all came before the demon house. Okay. Yeah. Demon house was the last thing. Okay. It was the last thing before we walked through that thing and saw that death mask thing. Oh yeah. Thing. Before we left. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so they're, yeah, they split us into groups because our group was kind of big and we went into this room that had a mirror from the Titanic that belonged to, like, the captain, I think. And then a bunch of stuff from the boat that Natalie Wood was on the night that she died. Yeah, and, it was cool. Yeah, that, which was interesting because they had the table that Robert Wagner supposedly, supposedly broke that wine bottle on and there were candlesticks on there and, like, Natalie Wood's sister even came to visit and there's a picture of her with Zach. Because she wanted to just hold the candlesticks and be, like, closer to her sister somehow. And they said that, like, her spirit showed up and, I don't know, whatever. But I do I do think that Robert Wagner probably is responsible for her death. I think they probably had a fight and that he, like, pushed her overboard or something. Especially when you find out how much she hated the water. Yeah. Yeah, I don't so think she would have like, gone off by herself. Yeah. No, I don't think so either, because, like, you and I, we are both scared of things. We have things that we're scared of, and I don't care how drunk or fucked up I was. Oh, God, no. There's, there's nothing that would make me be out on the water like that and be like, oh, I'm going to get into the water because I'm drunk. No, because you know how terrified I am of sharks. Exactly. That would never happen. And no matter how drunk you were, it, you would never be like, oh, I'm going to go touch an iguana. <laughs> no chance in hell. That's not going to happen. So... If she was already afraid of water, there's no way she would have tried to get in a little dinghy by herself. I don't think necessarily anything was in... I don't think it. he meant to hurt her or anything, but I think that they probably had an argument and something acci like accidentally happened to her and then they covered it up by putting her in the water. Yeah, I think so too. For sure. So, but anyway, um, so that was that room. And then what was the other room that we went into because they split us up? Was it the devil's rocking chair or was there something no, else before that? there was um you know what and now that i say it i think the devil's rocking chair was before our the, the one where they split us up oh okay so yeah so the devil's rocking chair well here take it away talk about the devil's rocking chair because you have the best story here <laughs> no i just like so no okay, take it so away off, they did they did say they did say that the devil's rocking chair was um was creepy uh and all this stuff hold on one second um they did say that the devil's rocking chair was um like oh this is haunted and I guess there were like all these, they, this one kid that was possessed and they had to perform an exorcism and they have a whole bunch of pictures up there and rosaries and all this stuff. And I kept looking at this chair and I'm like, this chair ain't shit. Like it looks ridiculous. But then I realized I was just looking at like the prop chair and the actual devil's rocking chair was behind this plate of glass, like in the center of the room. I just like didn't notice it. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit, that's just, that, that chair looks a little scarier. <laughs> um, but anyway, it was cool. I'm like, it, it, it looked cool in, um, you know, Zach is Zach, so um, should so I do his, yes, do his intro. I want, to, this like, is, this, like, 
I got, well, okay, so I got to fast forward to when I got in the car, when my sisters and our friend Jen picked, picked us up, um, they were like, how did you like it? And I was like, it was cool. I was like, it was cheesy. Some of it was really cheesy. And I was like, for example, and it's like, Zach, in every single one of these things, he'll like preface this by saying, okay, this chair killed 45 people. Your uncle died. This chair, you know, this chair killed 17 babies. <laughs> so I bought it. <laughs> And then he would, just, and then he would like be on and talk about like how he like has this chair and everything. And I was just like, "Oh, Zach." So I just want everybody to know Best. that Leanne, <laughs> Leanne, recounting this story of of Zach being like, "This chair has been responsible for the deaths of seventeen people." Right. Something, something. So I bought it for three hundred fifty thousand dollars <laughs> right, at yeah, auction. And so then it became Every like this time. running joke for the rest of the trip. Wherever something would happen, we'd be like, "So I bought it." <laughs> It was creepy, and I want to say, so I know you were looking at the prop chair first, but I swear that I saw the chair rock forward only once and then stop and then not move again. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you said that you saw that. But I don't, like, I don't know if it was just me. I I will, I want to give a disclaimer here because because, uh, just so everybody knows that weed is legal in Las Vegas. (laughs) We did go to the dispensary that day, and I did I did take a uh, like a half a gummy. I was just trying to stay mostly. I was trying to stay pain free because of my knee was bothering me quite a bit on this on this trip. But um, yeah, so I did have a little bit, a little, just a minor bit of THC in my system at the time. But I swear that fucking rocket chair. Moved. Well, I mean, maybe that's true because I did not have any in my system, and I. Did not see the rocking chair move. <laughs> but you were also not looking at the rocking chair for, <laughs> for quite a bit because you thought it was the chair that was sitting in front. Right. I was looking at it's like a little kid's chair. And I'm like, well, no wonder that kid was upset when he was in that chair. Like, I couldn't fit in that chair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, and two, though, after that one is when they split us up. Half of us went to the Natalie Wood Titanic one. But then the other half, remember, went into that one. And I don't know who it was. It was like an attorney or something that became obsessed with, like, uh, the afterlife oh, or possession yeah. or whatever. She used to live in that house, I think. That she one. lived there after the family that that did the uh, rituals and stuff lived there, I thought. Yeah, I'd like to look into her Anyway, find I can't what remember what her name was. Well, that's what they said is that her family scrubbed everything about her involvement with the paranormal from the internet. You'll only find out about her professional work if you Well, let me just her. tell you that that room was the second room to make me feel like yeah so that was okay so that so there was this lady and she was like real smart i think she had a phd um she and she i don't know she somehow became obsessed with talking to the other side or or like stuff to do with the afterlife and it was kind of like she documented yeah because she had these pictures of herself yeah, she documented her own demonic possession. Like, she let herself be possessed and was documenting it. And that's how she died. Yeah. Like, she was wasting away because she was letting these spirits affect her negatively. And she was taking photographs of herself. And you could see her getting skinnier in these pictures. Yeah. And so she would, like, use spirit boxes and all this stuff to try to communicate to lift things. And it just seemed really... Uh, it was not, yeah, that was, that, I think I might have tried to black it from my memory because it was kind of disturbing. Yeah, it was, it was pretty 
Oh, also, one of the things that you could upgrade to with the RIP tour was another room after the serial killer room, which had pictures from this this one serial killer who liked to oh, torture his I victims. And um, they were, like, apparently really gory. So the one, the one dude, the guy who had the back yeah. problems, yeah, he w- walked in there and walked right back out. And he said, nope, that's not my thing. And so I don't know how gross it was, but it was pretty bad. He So he not only did this guy torture people, but he kept meticulous logs of what he yeah. did to them and, like, how they reacted. And he took pictures. Oh, I'm... I'm glad we didn't go in there. I, I'm, like, really glad that I did because I feel like that would stick with me. Oh, yeah. That would definitely be Yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't even want to know. I don't want to know what the pictures look like. But, yeah, so he was, like, he was, like, that is not my thing. He came out. And, um, and then, yeah, so there was that. And then I think the last thing was Demon House before yeah, we walked through. Yep. Um, which... You go in there and they talk about which if you haven't seen the Demon House uh documentary it's wild. It is wild. If you are into that kind of stuff, you should watch it cuz it's really interesting. But it was this family, I don't remember was it was in Indiana or Illinois. It was one some of, Midwest state. One of the I states. I I'm it's one of the I states, I'm pretty sure. And they had they moved into this house and all this weird stuff started happening to them. And it was the craziest part was that it wasn't just this family saying that the the house was possessed or that they were getting possessed or all this stuff, but they had a psychologist come and talk to the kid and the psychologist witnessed the kid walk backwards up the wall to the ceiling. Yeah, and it affected her so much that she yeah and it affected her so much that she like fucking quit her job and moved to another state and like had to seek help for her mental health issues yeah so it was like that was crazy and so zach of course so zach bought it (laughs) so i bought it so i bought it possessed eighty five thousand people killed 10 kids and had a psychiatrist move to a different state. So I bought it. So I bought it. So he bought it and did this uh, did this documentary on it. And then after the documentary was done, he tore the house down. Like he had it demolished. But he kept the staircase leading to the basement and some of the dirt from the basement. And he put it in his haunted museum. And that's there. And so you hear this whole story and they're like, now if you want to, you can leave before these windows come down and you see it. But they don't really give you time to get out of here. So they're saying the, that as the shades right, are coming up. So oh the, gosh, shit. I guess I'm the, here now. The windows come down and you can see the staircase, which it just looks like a normal staircase. But they have fucking dolls. <laughs> yeah, it's like that part to me actually. I mean, that that episode, like or that special that I watched, it was really, really, really disturbing. But the, yeah, like the actual stuff, I didn't, I didn't feel. Really no, bad. no. I mean, I just like it wasn't cool to at look at. Point, my feet hurt so bad. I was probably just like, all right, I'm ready to go home. Exactly. Exactly. So then the last thing you do is you walk through this area to get to the gift shop and it has like this death masks from this artist who used to make all these whatever death masks for people or something. And that was kind of creepy. But yeah, then you go to the gift shop and there's all this overpriced stuff that's like right. kind of, um, they also, if you were wondering, they are selling Zach's CD there <laughs> of the music that he made. <laughs> he, I would love to meet him in person. I know. I, I wish he had been there. I like, just would love to meet him. In real life, like just as like a human person. 
Right. Because I remember there was that one, there was that one episode of Ghost Adventures where they found this dog at a site and like followed them. And I think he wound up adopting the dog. And so I was like, I, I feel like maybe like when he's not on for the camera, he's probably just a normal dude. I don't know. I'd really like to like have a beer with him right, or maybe like eat a burger with him. Yeah. yeah. Like see what's going on in, in his head. But yeah. He <laughs> but yeah. Oh, and they had sage at the gift shop too. Oh, I, and I was like, they had sage and they had some crystals and stuff. And I was like, I wouldn't buy that from here. No. I was like, I want, I would buy my, I'm only going to buy my sage and crystals from a reputable source. Okay. Right. Not Zach Beck. Not Zach Bagans on a museum, but no, it was cool. It was, uh, I, it was I did get a thing. I did get a coffee mug though. I got a shot glass and a sticker. Yeah, and I got a little button for my because I collect all the like pins and buttons that you. Listen. Yeah, but it was fun. I had a good time, cool. and I didn't have any nightmares or nosebleeds that night. So the protective crystal bracelets did their jobs. Yeah. We, we had our protective crystal bracelets on. We had on our crosses. <laughs> I know it was funny and Winnie was saying, like, part of me, I just want to know, like, I want to know how much of the stuff that they talk about, like, really happened, and how much is just, like, a script that they say. Because, like, you know, the lady, the lady, the, the kind of odd lady that was outside and thought was inside. Uh huh. She was saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, this, this guy get a cross on me. And well, like, so. It fell off, and then the cross, like, you know. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, is that a lot of those people have been working there for years. So they've probably seen a lot of shit in that time. Because, like, it's, I I feel like this with, like, ghost hunting shows and stuff like that, too, is, like, if you go and you don't spend a lot of time at a place, you're not going to really get to know it. And, I the spirits might not reveal themselves to you and stuff. But if you're there all the time, you're more likely to see stuff. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I definitely think that, that, you know, they're probably told to play up everything and be dramatic about it. Right. But I don't, I wouldn't doubt that something like that had happened. Right. Because I did feel, I also kind of felt when we went into the Ed Gein room, I thought that I felt something lightly tap me on the back. But I wasn't sure if it was just like my hair fell out of my thing or like what happened. So anytime I like felt something, I tried not to make a big deal out of it because I wanted to also wait and see if anyone else was experiencing anything, which I didn't seem to see much of. So I just like, didn't say anything about it, but I did feel, I did the room I felt the weirdest in was in the Kevorkian room when I, when I got dizzy in there. Me too. And then at the end that the lady who had like done the things, I was, yeah, which is funny because you were affected by that, but I wasn't affected by that. I almost, like, what's crazy is, is I almost did, like, like, leave, like, that room. I was just going to, like, go walk outside because I was like, oh, it's not open to me anymore. Oh, wow. And then, like, the lady who had done the thing was like, okay, well, we're getting out of here. Yeah, so anyway, that was, uh, that was our experience with the Zach Vegans Haunted Museum. Yeah, it was cool. I would definitely, if, if they, if they, like, if I find out, like, hey, you could skip the jump scare part, like, I would I would maybe go back again and just to, like, look closely at things I had. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I I'm with you on that. that I'm not going through that fun house again. But if they they made it where you could skip that part, I would uh I would yeah. consider going back. Yeah, because because he's always acquiring new stuff too. There was the there was that one thing that when we were on our way out leaving, yep. they said they had just gotten it was this new, uh, it was like a. I don't know if it was like a coffin or something from some guy in the 1800s, but inside there was a picture of him. And if you looked inside, they said people who look at the picture, like, will see him in their nightmares. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not looking in there because right. I don't want to see him in my nightmares. It also so, too, like that little bastard car thing from James Dean, that was fairly new, I think. Yeah, like they, so he's always acquiring new haunted stuff and adding it, so... It probably is, like, if you don't go to Vegas all the time, or even if you go only once a year or something like that, it probably is worth checking out again. Yeah, absolutely. I just want verification from them first that I that, that I, I can skip have to go that, Yeah, that I can the, skip the funhouse fun part. House. And I'm down. But, yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was really interesting. And um, despite the cheesiness, it was really cool. Well, and like I said, that's 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 Zach. Like, if you watch Ghost Adventures, you know what you're yeah. getting into, yeah. you know? Because yeah, he's, he's just like that. Showman. He is definitely, yeah, he definitely is a performer. But also, he pronounces words weird. Because <laughs> he was saying, he was saying Ouija, or Ouija, yeah, instead yeah. of Ouija, like Ouija board, <laughs> Ouija. Like, there's an O in front of it. I was like, oh, well, do you say opossum too, Zach? He probably does. So I bought it. So I bought it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was cracking me up too. It was, and it was funny because like it didn't really dawn on me until the um until the devil's record chair that he had been, and I'm like, this motherfucker's been saying this all day. Everything we got get this Dybbuk box. It's killed seventy five people. Most haunted objects in the world. So I bought it at auction for thirty three thousand dollars. <laughs> We we promise we love you. <laughs> you're wrong. Call me. You're not gonna be <laughs> 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 duck. But yeah, it was it was a good time. So yeah, anyway, yeah, good. I think that that about wraps it up for for this one. Yeah, for sure. Um, until next time, stay boozy, friends. If you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes. And to contact us, you can reach out via email, boozeandghoulspod at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter at boozeandghouls or on Instagram at boozeandghoulspod. Thank you.